the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically winning with your money, in your work, and in your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell, my good friend, is here with me this hour, 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. George will lead and guide on the money questions. I'm here to chime in on any of those questions, plus the work-related questions. Not happy in your work, want to make some more money, bigger shovel. How do I make more income in 2024? I'm here for that as well. And uh, also very excited. This is uh, uh, the last uh, weekday of George's launch week, Breaking Free from Broke, the ultimate guide to more money and less stress. Look at that. That's a fabulous looking book right there. The orange Thank you, cover. Regardless of my face on it. Yeah. Well, the team did a great job. You got a great face, George. Thank you. So well, it's been a excited. fun week. The, uh, the feedback has been amazing. The Good. reviews are pouring in. And there was a guy on the live stream we did yesterday, the Q&A for the book launch, 51 years old, and he had tears, and he was going, this book gave me hope that it's not too late for me. Wow. He's in customer service in Kentucky. He's got some debt to pay off, wow. and I'm glad I could give him that hope. And I told him, his name's Calvin. I said, call the show today. So, Calvin, if you're out Hopefully there, Calvin will call, call us in. up, because I said, Ken's going to be able to help you with this work stuff. Oh, boy. And help you make more income. I hope so. To clean up this mess. I love it. Well, really good and very excited for you, George. It's going to help a lot of people, a new generation of people that never heard of Total Money Makeover are going to really be helped with breaking free from broke. You can get it at RamseySolutions.com or anywhere books are sold. All right, let's go to my old stomping grounds when I worked for the governor of Virginia. Wow. Richmond, Virginia area is where Austin joins us. Austin, how can we help? Uh, Hey, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. What's up? Um, I've actually, we've, me and my wife, we've, uh, we're in a bit of a debt, but I keep seeing all this, um, stuff about S&P 500 and how if you, in your thirties, if you start in your thirties, you can put like a hundred dollars a month and whatnot. And I want to know if that would be a good idea to start doing that, knowing that we're still in debt. Mm. How much debt do you have? 222,000. Whoa. That's a bit to you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What's that well, I mean, made out of? 190 of it's out. Um, oh, wow. 31,000. Yeah, 31,800 is uh is um a private loan and credit card. And okay. then and then plus my wife's car. And then the 191,000 is for our house and then I have 11 left on my car. Okay, so we got two car loans and and credit cards and personal loans. Just one personal loan and one credit card, yes, sir. Okay, and what does just the consumer debt add up to if you take out the mortgage? Uh, right at forty, right at forty-three thousand. Great. So that's the number I want you to to tattoo in your mind right now. How much money do you guys make okay. per year? Um, she makes around fifty. I am actually on disability, but I I make around nineteen, and then um actually. I'm able to do this uh, delivery order thing, so I can make a, an extra eleven hundred a month. So I make around nineteen thousand, not including the uh, twelve thousand that's not guaranteed every month. Okay, so maybe we'll so call that thirty. 60, 69000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thirty for you, fifty for her. We're going to call that eighty, and we got forty-three to pay off. So now this becomes a little math equation. Going, how quickly can we pay off forty-three, make an eighty? Of course, after taxes. Mm-hmm. Now, focused on the consumer debt instead of the mortgage and go, how much margin do we have outside of our normal bills that we could create to throw at this debt? Because I'm looking at this going, could you, after taxes, this become 55, 60,000? 
you guys are working with? Yes, sir. Okay. Right, right, yeah, right around. So we're talking five grand a month. What's your mortgage payment? Fourteen fifty. Okay. So once you subtract your normal bills, your basics, we're talking food, utility, shelter, transportation, insurance. Do you have an extra pile of money at the end of each month, or are you guys in the red? We're we're almost in the red, yes. Very, very close to it. Because of all the debt payments? Uh, that, oh, well, the credit card is the main thing, because you know, the uh, interest rate is outrageous. So that's the main thing we're working on, um, but we can't work on it too much. So basically, what I like every ounce of income I make outside whenever I'm doing deliveries or things like that, I throw all that straight towards the credit card because the interest rate is just so high and so little actually goes to the, um, to the principal, you know, and the sure. rest goes to the interest. So, so talking yeah, about all this, very little, do you see why investing right now is not a good idea? Y- yes. You don't have any to, money. I was so curious. Do you know how you could get yeah, no, more money to invest? No. If you freed up all those debt payments, what would that add up to in your life? These consumer debts, that forty-three thousand, free up all those payments. Is that like an extra thousand bucks a month in your life? Oh yeah, you could do some investing with an extra thousand bucks and no payments, right? Yes, sir. So we're gonna get you back to investing. I know you said you're in your thirties. Yeah, I'm thirty-three and my wife's thirty. Okay, I'm thirty-four, and let me tell you, you can pop onto our investing calculator and go. All right, we're gonna be debt-free in two years. And then six to 12 months later, we're going to have a fully funded emergency fund. So you will be, what, 36 years old by then? Yes. Big whoop. And you're going to be investing 15% of your household income, which for you guys about 80 grand. So let's say 12 grand a year, right? Okay. And let's say you're starting with zero. I'm using this calculator right now to show you from age, this is pretty mind-blowing. Um, yeah, I want you to share this because I'm looking at an eye-popping number here on your screen. Well... Okay. You ready for this? From age 36 to age 60, if you start with zero, and that's age 60. Most people will work beyond that. 1200 bucks a month, because remember, you're going to invest 15% of your income, which is about fifteen grand, at 10% rate of return. Like you said, the S&P 500, on average, 10 to 12% uh, since its inception, you would have $1.5 million at age 60. Holy, okay. And that's, and that's if you start three years from now, Austin. But can I tell you what most people do? Most people keep fiddling mm-hmm. with debt. They're investing 2%, 3%, putting money in acorns and some spare change, hoping they're going to have money one day. Instead, our plan says, hey, one thing at a time, focus on the debt, focus on the emergency fund, then we can get to investing with a vengeance. So that's what I want for you, and I think you'll get there in no time. But continue getting that income up. That's a huge part of it. So can I do a little exercise? Let's do it. With you. Um, And I'm trying to think of the person who's maybe listening going, I'm not young. I'm not 33, 34. Let's put in age 50. Okay. Let's make up. Let's let's, uh, let's Let's say 50 to 67. Is that fair? Age 50 to age 67. Okay. And let's what, what what's a uh, let's take a um, a reasonable salary the 15%. Uh, what do you think's the right so I number? I think 70 grand's the average in America for household. 70 grand, okay. So we're talking 15% is 105. 105, which is Ken, if you're doing the math at home, going to be 875 a month. So 875 a month, let's say you started with zero at age 50. At age 50, you start with zero. And you invest eight seventy five a month at ten percent, you would have almost half a million dollars. That's extraordinary. At eleven percent, over half a million. At twelve percent, you would have almost six hundred thousand. That's what. Thanks for doing that because I want people to understand. It, you know, it's not too late. Yeah, you can really make up some ground. 
Uh, and that's on a very reasonable number there. So really fun stuff. And that, yeah, most people in their 50s are at the top of their salary. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It is doable. Great call, Austin. You guys are going to be okay. Just follow the plan. All right, don't move. I'm George. Actually, I'm Ken Coleman. I'm George. You're George Camel. I don't know what's happening. I'd love to be Ken. I know one thing. This is The Ramsey Show, and we'll be right back. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining in amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me. 888-825-5225 is the number. Thrilled that you're with us. Grace is joining us now in Jacksonville, Florida. Grace, how can we help? Hi, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, so I'm calling for two reasons today. Uh, the first are my best friends, Alyssa and Brian, completed baby step number two today. So I Woo. wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, what's their names again? Alyssa and Brian. Alyssa and Brian, way to go. Congrats you guys are rock stars. Freedom. Hello. Absolutely. Um, but my husband and I actually have a question as well. Uh, we've been working the baby steps and we have two paid off vehicles, a car and a truck. We have a baby on the way, so the truck won't be conducive to our family. Um, we are wondering if we should sell the truck and throw the money at our student loans. Could you just live with one car? Is that the plan? For a bit until we save up to pay in cash for our next vehicle. Um, I think we could do that, yeah. Okay. What's left on the student loans? Well, so far we've paid off a hundred K in total between our cars and the loans, and we have forty K left. Awesome. So this will be knocked out pretty quick. What's your household income? Household income is a hundred and fifty K. Love it. And what's the truck worth? The truck is probably worth sixteen K right now at the low end. Okay, so if you sell it for 16, it'll knock your student loans down to 24? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so it'll just help you speed this up. But it's not going to be a, you're not knocking it out completely. Do you have any other savings? Uh, we have our emergency fund, and that's about it. We're full-blown doing the baby steps. Okay, because one thing I'm going to mention is while you're having a kid, we call this stork mode. And we tell people, hey, mm-hmm. pause the debt snowball. You need to save up and just stack up cash until mom and baby are home healthy so that you have money to cover any unexpected medical expenses. Okay. So I might, uh, you know, hold off and save up as much cash as you can. When, when's the baby due? The 4th of July. Woo! Wow. Very exciting. <laughs> Ken loves that. He loves Independence Day. I do. I'm trying not to break out into the Star Spangled Banner right now. I'm Where's Lee back. Greenwood when you need him? Yeah, don't get me started. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think you guys are onto something here selling the truck if you don't need it. And I would stack up as much cash as you can. And then at that point, we can sell the truck. We can clean up the student loans. And making 150 do you guys just have the student loan payment right now? Yeah, that's it. That's our only debt. Okay. Awesome. We do have a mortgage. Sure. 
Well, I think I would set a goal for how quickly you're going to clean up the student loan. I mean, it would be amazing if you could clean up the student loan and have the emergency savings by the time baby's here, depending on what your income is doing. Well, we're tracking uh, having the student loans cleared right about when the baby's here or shortly after. We pay about forty or 4000 a month. Okay. That's how much you're, so- you're able to throw at it. Yes. That's, that's fantastic. Well, if you can sell the truck, clean up the student loans, and have an emergency fund in place by the time baby's here, then I would I would go with that plan. That's the goal. That's right, a fun, aggressive so goal. Yeah, you guys are on on track. Love that's it. exciting. Love it. And love the shout out for their friends. That's that's really that's cool. a good friend right that's there. A, that's a great tribe to be a part of, people that are getting out of debt and taking control of their money. Let's go now to Salt Lake City, Utah. Grayson is on the line. Grayson, how can we help? Hey, so I've listened to your guys' show just a little bit here and there, seen videos on Facebook and that kind of thing. And um, I feel like, you know, it's a lot of times about these big debts and those kinds of scenarios. And me and my wife, you know, we're young. We're just trying to get started. We're both in school. And we're trying to figure out the best ways to get into, like, a routine budget and get started on investing and that kind of thing, you know, setting long-term goals. Cool. So where are you guys at financially right now? What's the household income? Yeah, so it varies um, on a month-to-month basis just because we both work part-time and, you know, hours vary a lot. So I, as I've looked back over the last couple of months, it's probably somewhere between 2500 to like 4500 give or take. Okay. And that's your net income or gross? Yeah, net. Okay. Cool. And what are you guys doing for work? I ref high school basketball, and my wife works as a CNA for a senior care center. How much do you make refing high school basketball? It's $62 a game, actually. Okay, and are you a full-time student, did I hear? Yeah. Okay, all right. When will you both graduate? Next spring, if everything goes on track. Okay, and then your incomes will go up after that? Yeah. Cool. And how much debt do you guys have? Uh, the only thing that we have is my car and my parents. Um, they bought it outright for it in cash, and I've just been paying them ever since, and there's about $9,000 left on that. And you just owe that to your family with no real yeah. terms and conditions? Right, yeah. Okay. How much do you have in savings? Uh, 8500 Oh, wow. Well, this debt's almost gone. I would uh once once you got ten, I'd pay that off and have the thousand left for your starter emergency fund. Okay. And that'll clean up your debt, right? So you both would have no debt at that point. Yeah. Okay, and then we can begin to build a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. So looking at your budget, I would go through all of the expenses, add those up for one month. On a given month, it costs us three thousand dollars to cover all of our basic bills. Let's have six months. That's eighteen grand. We need to focus on saving up. Okay. That's probably going to take you guys another twelve months. Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. So about a year from now, you're ready to invest because you have no payments in the world and you have a bunch of money ready to protect you. That's going to feel good, isn't it? Yeah. And you said you guys are young. How old are you two? Uh, I'm 21. My wife uh, is 19. She turns 20 in a couple weeks. Oh, my goodness. Think about that. 22 and 20 years old, no payments, fully funded emergency fund. You're graduating. Your income's going to go up. Now we can begin investing 15% of our income at that point and really start to build some wealth. 
would be nice. Yeah, and and you talked about starting your marriage on the right foot. Goodness gracious, man. Having no debt payments and an emergency fund is going to help you avoid about 90% of your marital fights. That's the goal. I, we've wondered, too, though, with you know both of our work situations, it, we would really like to get a second car. We've been holding it off, obviously, as much as possible because we don't want to go into debt, but we also like having a savings account that we can you know, just have in case we need something. What would you guys recommend in that scenario of, you know, how to, if, if we need a second car, how do we go about getting one? Um, you need more yeah. money. You buy the car you can afford in cash. And if okay. you don't like that car, you need to keep saving and you need to keep living off one car. But That's those right. are your only two options. Yep. Do not go into debt. So one of the things that will help you here is, I because I, we say things like that and you go, okay, I get it. But what you need to start looking at is, what would 7000 buy me? I'm randomly picking a number. What would 10000 buy me? Sure. What would 12000 buy me in Salt Lake City? Start shopping, okay? Uh, you can go look at used cars, go under 15000 under ten, under five, whatever, and just begin to go, okay, ah, all right. So now we have a target because it's really hard to, to chase something that's not clear. And so if we go, okay, right. I, I I saw a couple cars, and I think I think babe, if we come up with ten grand, we're we'll able to get you a great car or whatever. Okay, now we have a very clear goal. So now all of a sudden you go, what must I do to get ten grand extra in cash? Well, I'm going to be refing more basketball games, or I'm doing something different. You know, uh, I'm selling anything that I've got or whatever. So now we go, okay, we work backwards. It's just reverse engineering. Good ten thousand dollar car, eight to ten is going to get us a pretty solid car for us. So that's what we got to come up with. And so now you have a very clear, attainable goal. That's gotcha. how you accomplish stuff like that. Got it? Yeah, that makes sense. All right, you're a sharp young man. Congratulations on uh, being in a, 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 a situation like this where the young married couple, their whole future in front of them, George, and in good shape. Yeah, 21 years old. That's amazing. He's getting this stuff now. If he actually does the stuff we just taught him, he's going to be a multi-millionaire with a wonderful marriage. Oh, it makes me think back to the last segment when you got out the old investment calculator. They are not far from being able to invest and just really I thought reap the benefits. for a second you were about to go coach some basketball, Ken. You're like, hey, this is a good side gig. Nah. Love, to, love to see Coach Coleman out there. Yeah. I mean, look, 62 bucks a game isn't bad, but he needs more money than that. Mm. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, America. You're joining the conversation here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Camel is with me, and we're here for you. 888 825 
The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly offers a helpful helpful reminder maintenance checklist. That's not written right. Uh, You can download for free at neighborly.com. And for the more challenging stuff in and around your home, and that's basically everything for me. Everything, George, is an extra challenge. Everything's for me. a challenge for us, uh, Ken. Neighborly has local pros to help. Find out more at neighborly.com slash Ramsey. Today's question comes from Jason in Virginia. My wife and I have taken the FPU class. We have no debt and we own a home worth $270,000. I feel like the focus of your programs are directed toward people who live in upper middle class. We live in the country. We homestead. We grow a lot of our own food, and I work full-time and side jobs. My wife cares for her elderly mother full-time. We hire assistant care to give my wife one day a week to get out of the house. But when I look over the list that I'm supposed to be living up to, I feel as if I have failed. I've never worked a job that has a retirement plan. I've never had a large income. I feel God has blessed us, but my present retirement plan is work till you die. Wow. That's a strategy. Hmm. Well, I th- let me say this before you break the money part down. You know, I believe we were made a, made to work, and I think that there's certainly uh, in in the older season of your life, you certainly want a downshift. Yes, but not doing anything, working to a point to keep your mind active, is certainly certainly helpful. So I understand. Like I, we were talking about this the other day, Stacy and I, with our retirement planner, and he's like, "Ken, you're going to work until you're 70. And I go, "70." Like, I, I want to be putzing around, driving around, still putting a suit on, trying to get myself together in the morning to go do something, speak, communicate, something well into my 70s. Uh, so to that end, I don't want to poo-poo this idea, sure. uh, but, um, but there's it sounds something like there's missing There's a cynicism here. to it. Yeah, something's off here on Or I'm going to have to work until I die, Yeah, which is different. Uh, so he says he's taken FPU. They have no debt. They have a home worth 270 now, he says his, he's never worked a job that has a retirement plan. Let me make it clear to everyone out there. Just because your job doesn't have a retirement plan doesn't That's mean right. you shouldn't be investing or that you can't invest. There are lots of ways to do this if you're self-employed. There's SEP IRAs and solo 401ks. Anyone with earned income can contribute to a Roth IRA or a backdoor Roth IRA if your income's too high. And so there's no excuse to just not be investing. There's even taxable brokerage accounts outside of retirement that you can just shovel money away to grow with compound interest. So I don't like this idea that, well, I don't have a retirement plan, so I don't invest. So we need to start. I don't know how old you guys are. It doesn't say here. Um, But if she has an elderly mother, it tells me they can't be that old. And so I would get get on the ball here and start investing and start having a plan to where... You get to work, but you don't have to work. Yeah. It's a very different mentality. Yeah. Great advice. Uh, Thank you, Jason. Uh, Get your chin up a little bit. I I just want to address something very quickly. Our baby steps are not in any way designed for upper middle class. I I do want to address that. Uh, I, I would say they work for all classes. And let's not forget, by the way, that there are more six-figure earners in America right now living paycheck to paycheck than any other time in American history. So uh, that's upper class, upper middle class, middle class, and and down. So this and is just... we see the stories. We see people yeah. who... Now, when they start the baby steps, they tell us, yeah, we were making 40000 60000 80000 and we did side jobs, and we got our income up, and we got the promotion, we switched careers. All of that's going to help you get to that six-figure household level, but the average household in America is seventy grand. Yeah. And yeah. you can do this plan making seventy grand. That's exactly right. 
It's just discipline, and it's just understanding the baby steps that they work together. And once you get momentum, we've seen this. Uh, what's the latest data on on people that take FPU? How much they are able to pay off and save? Oh, I believe over it's like an eight thousand dollar turnaround between the debt paid and dollars saved. Yeah, and see, here's my point. Once you really get this system, and you begin to experience momentum, right? It may come. Momentum may look like getting that first thousand dollars for some people. For others, it's knocking out two or three of the debts in the baby in baby step two. But it's kind of like you ever had a Pringles, George? Oh you my just, gosh, Have yes. you ever just had one Pringle? No. Once you pop, you just can't stop. That's the tagline. That's the tagline. And so, same thing. Once you get going in the baby steps, the momentum just builds and builds and builds, and, and it's doable. So, That's so true. Well, other is. plans out there, Ken, it's like the financial plan is like cottage cheese. I'm like, I wouldn't even take a, a spoon of that. It's yeah. not interesting to me. It's not. It's Who wants cottage cheese? Don't even know what's in there. I don't want Too it. much cottage. That's it. Let's go to AJ, who's in Buffalo, New York. AJ, how can we help? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good. Are you in the Buffalo area? <laughs> well, not at the moment. Currently, my wife and I travel for work, so oh, okay. we're kind of up and down the East Coast right now. Well, you know what I was thinking? I'm a big football fan. I was looking at the uh, playoff game last year and all that uh, last week, all that snow and just insane <laughs> what you folks do deal with up there. You guys are incredible. Resilient. Yeah. We get like yeah. eight inches here, yeah. and it's like apocalyptic. You guys, yeah. nah, it's a Tuesday. no problem. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. So how can we help, AJ? So right now, my wife, uh, she's got to work. I just picked her up, and we were kind of going back and forth on the two paths we're looking at right now. We're looking to settle down, start a family. You know, we don't want to wait too much longer. You know, we just turned 31, uh, both of us. And right now, we have either the path of, Settling down, getting my wife a new job because she is a traveler, uh, and or buying a house, settling down, whatnot, and or we have been given the option to purchase a, a, a fitness center. And we're trying to figure out which financially is going to make most sense for us at this point. Mm. Tell me about the fitness center. Uh, before we get to a job for her, what's the fitness center situation? So I previously come from a, a fitness background and whatnot, and it's always been my goal to potentially down the road at some point own a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of something we've always toyed with, with the option. If it's something, you know, maybe like a passive income source or something, you know, down the road for us. And um, we kind of got given the option to potentially buy a gym and we wouldn't need to take a loan out on it. So we're trying to figure out if that is the correct move for us. Um, it'd be an owner-operator gym for us, so my wife would take over that position as a manager there. Um, is that gym profitable right now? Yes. How profitable? Uh, so overall net, as far as cash flow, probably talking like two fifty a year. Okay. And... How familiar are you with the ins and outs and operations of running a gym? Uh, not super familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I got I got warning signs. Yeah, I got warning signs because uh, of two things. Number one, uh, how much would you have to take out? What would be the loan amount? Uh, about five hundred thousand. Yeah, that's crazy to me. You have no experience at all. Um, it's not spitting out a lot of profit. Two fifty is pretty low margin, and you said passive income. 
no chance. <laughs> running a gym <laughs> is is about as passive as running a marathon. It it it's just not a passive income model. And so there's just a couple of signs. And again, I'm not AJ in any way trying to be unkind or uh, I love the entrepreneurial vision. I don't want you to take course. We don't we don't tell anybody to take out loans. So the answer on that is no. But it's mm-hmm. just not a good business to get into, given the fact that you have no experience in it, and you're thinking it's mm-hmm. a passive income model. I'll give it back to George here, but I, I I would rather your wife go get a really good paying job and let's forget about gym ownership or owning any company right now that we have no experience in at all. George, yeah. is that too un, is well, that too uh, unkind? No, I just I think anytime we have we're presented with the option or the opportunity to go half a million dollars into debt, I, I go red flag, red yeah, flag. Yeah, yikes! I would pause and go, how do we do this the right way? How do we cash flow this? This might be a plan that you do 10 years from now when you can save up that kind of money. But we just had a call this week, AJ. They took out 200 grand in SBA loans. The business failed. They're working regular jobs and they're screwed now. Yeah. They're freaking out. And half a million is over double that. So you got to think about the what ifs and not just get starry eyed about what could be. Yeah, save up cash. If you want to get into business, save up the cash to start it the right way. Start save slow. up a lot of cash to buy something that's already profitable. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me. The phone number is 888-825-5225. If you want to join us for taking your money questions, your questions about your work, your income, that big shovel that we've called it for decades. Let's go to Michael now, who joins us in Sacramento, California. Michael, how can we help? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you, sir? Doing good. Better than I deserve, as Dave would say. There you go. Um, hey, so quick question on specifically baby step number six um, for in terms of paying off the house. Uh, we have a pretty low in, uh, pretty low uh, interest rate at about 3.375. Um, so that being said, does it make more sense to put all the monthly payments, like extra monthly payments towards the house um, in like installments or... Um, I was curious about maybe throwing it all in a, a you know high yield savings or like an index fund or something, and then just getting up the lump sum and kind of paying it off in one go. Great question, Michael. Um, and I love that you're actively trying to pay this house down. And we get this question a lot right now because people do have these lower interest mortgages, you know, sub five percent, and their savings accounts are making five percent. So they're saying, like, why would I even pay off the mortgage? But your question is, should I sock away the money in the high-yield savings and at the end of the year, throw that at the mortgage? Correct. So mathematically, I'd have to be looking at the amortization schedule and get super nerdy, but you can do that with your own numbers. I don't think it's going to make any mathematical sense to do that. Like The spread just isn't worth it for the $100 because your interest on your mortgage payment is going to be calculated monthly. So the sooner we knock that principal down, the less interest we're going to pay every month. And you'll notice the interest is sort of front-loaded with that mortgage payment. So when you first start paying down the mortgage, you're not making any progress because most of that is going toward interest. So the sooner we can start flipping the scales here and getting most of the money going toward principal, the less interest you're going to pay, the faster the mortgage is going to get paid off. So I'll tell you what I did. We just put extra money on top of the principal payment every single month. 
So once a month, if it was on the first and the mortgage was two grand, let's try to put an extra grand that month on top of the principal. And so that I think is the best and simplest method with the least amount of brain calories. Okay. That makes sense. So, so even if we were to be able to get into an index fund or something and even pull it up from like five to 10, 5% to say like 10% or whatever, uh, you would still just suggest paying it off monthly and not, not what's, going through what's your time horizon for this? Uh, well, so I, I have a, my salary is about 115, uh, that I get paid monthly. And then I have a side business, um, that I also, I get about three to 5,000 on that. Um, so right now we're kind of in the space where we can live pretty comfortably on, uh, the salary, um, and not touch the side stuff as much. Uh, so it, it, like I said, it varies some months it's two, some months it could be three or five or seven or whatever. Um, so the thought was to just put any of that extra towards, you know, whichever way we decide to go, put that towards the mortgage. Um, and so we owe about three thirty or so. So I was kind of doing some of the math on it. And, um, you know, if we average out at like three grand a month extra that we're paying, I think it's going to end up being about like a five or eight year, maybe a time span. So it's going to be a, a minute, you know, cause we're not going to get it paid off right away anyway. So that's where I wasn't sure if, you know, long-term could that interest start kind of building up and working in our favor versus, uh, you know, sure. away at the 3.375. Well, paying five, down so. the mortgage <clears throat> now is going to be a forced savings plan, which I love. And putting the money in an investment account, you're adding a whole lot of risk to the equation because we don't know what that account's going to look like in a few years. And so I would rather just pay this down now, cut down the amount of interest you're paying every month, and it is going to be so encouraging and freeing to see that interest go down, to see the principal go down, see more going toward this mortgage actually getting paid off. So I would just do it every single month instead of waiting in a lump sum. And the other thing that happens is you have this money sitting in an index fund and in an investment account, and all of a sudden you go, well, we could really redo the kitchen with this money. Should we really pay it down the house? That's what happens psychologically speaking, Michael. Um, that's just human nature. So I like the forced right. savings plan of just saying every single month, whatever extra we can muster up, we're throwing at the mortgage. And it's going to be more motivating too, because you're not going to see that mortgage balance go down by doing it the other way. Definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I would encourage, and it's what I've done personally. And it's how my wife and I have paid off our mortgage, and I have no regrets of the what-ifs of what if I invested that money or put it in the savings account to make the spread. It's not interesting to me. Well, the point that you're making here is that uh, a paid-off house or investing in your house by paying it down is a much safer play than even an index fund as good as that return is long-term. Well, and think about it. If you pay off the mortgage faster, now we free up the mortgage payment to now invest right. in the index so fund for both, the rest of our life. Both hand, yeah. So people think, well, I would rather invest. We're, we've still been investing 15% of our income the whole time you're paying down the house. Exactly. That's baby step four and six. Love so it. great question. Let's go to Hunter now in Salt Lake City. Hunter, how can we help? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Sure. What's up? So I have a, a career question. So just a little bit of background. I finished a degree in healthcare management within the last year. And just recently, uh, last month, actually, I accepted a position to manage a primary care clinic in Salt Lake. Um, and honestly, it's just kind of not feeling right. I've been working in healthcare for the past three years or so. Um, but I'm just wondering if it's a bad idea for to look into a career change after only being in this position for about a month. Might be. Let's figure it out. 
What what's giving you pause? What's making you question this direction? You just went to school for this. You got a job in this. It sounds like in a month in, you're going whoa. What what is going on there? Right. Give me give me the give me the right. rough the rough the roughest part of this that's causing you to question it. Well, honestly, I I don't feel like I've ever been that passionate about the work. Like when I was working, I was working in a separate clinic before. And honestly, I really liked the people. And when I was going to school for it, I liked the people I was going to school with and everything. I just don't feel like I'm necessarily passionate for the work. And this clinic that I've just started at just doesn't have a very good culture. I don't so, think. okay. So we, we don't like the people. It's okay to say. Right, yeah, that's part of it. Well, then I would certainly not make a pivot out of this career lane just based on that. You know, it's kind of like saying, uh, I've been married a month and we had our first fight. I think I'm on a divorce. Like, whoa. Right, yeah. Now, wait a second here. Like, that's part of the deal, right? There's going to be some days where you don't love your wife so much, right? But you choose to love her anyway and vice versa. So I think in this situation, it would absolutely be premature. Right? Cause, because, it, But I will tell you there's a what I would call a yellow flag waving. The yellow flag is that you were never really passionate about this work. Anyway, sounds like you chose this as a safe professional path. Is that about right? Yeah, that's right. Well, I will tell you the odds are that eventually we're going to make a pivot anyway. But but let's but let's stay let's kind of like stay still for a moment and and realize that okay, I'm an adult. I made my bed, I got to sleep in it. And either I stay in this healthcare side of things, the healthcare management side of things, I move maybe uh, six months from now, a year from now to a better culture so that I don't look like a flake because I got to keep this resume and I got to keep this professional image intact so that I can keep climbing. You understand that, yes? Yes. And now I'm going to figure out, okay, what is that pivot? Let me do the hard work now that I should have done in college. I'm going to give you, by the way, two tools. I'm going to give you my Get Clear Career Assessment, and I'm going to give you the book From Paycheck to Purpose. They go together. The assessment is like a compass, and the book From Paycheck to Purpose is like the field guide to climb the mountain. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I'm going to give you those two resources, because here's what you're trying to figure out. How can I use what I do best, that's your talent, to do work I love? You mentioned passion. That's what that is, to do work you really enjoy, to then produce a result that you care deeply about, this is where meaningful work comes into play, right? I see that I enjoy the work, but I also am very, very proud, and, and, and I feel very significant because of the result that I'm creating. That's the answer, to use what you do best, to do what you love, to produce results that matter. Do you get that? Yeah, that sounds great. That, my man is what I'm all about helping people figure out. I'm going to give you those two tools. Hang on the line. Austin will get them to you. Now listen, here's the key. Stay where you are now, okay, until we can figure out where we want to go next. Right now you're just dealing with a bad culture and you're just going to be a big boy. Put your big boy pants on and learn how to deal with it. And if we make a temporary move that leads us to a long-term play, that's, that's the goal. George Campbell, good hour. Hunter, thank you for the call. James Childs and the crew, thank you guys. This is The Ramsey Show.